Hello, you are listening to Unleash Your Potential with Jane Tomorbutter, and this is episode number 24. Welcome to Unleash Your Potential, where we delve into the world of mindset and how shifting it can help you unleash your full potential. In each episode, your host, certified master mindset coach Jane, will guide you on a journey towards self-discovery, growth, and empowerment to help you unlock your innate abilities, overcome limiting beliefs, and achieve your ultimate goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to unleash your full potential on this exciting journey of self-discovery. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to talk about confidence. This is something that I've worked with in myself for a long time, and I wanted to do an episode about it because I think it's really important, probably more important than most people think. Because I hear terms that, you know, you need to have confidence or have confidence. Confidence is important, but I wanted to break it down a little bit more. So why is confidence important? I think we all know because I can help us get the job or go after that significant other, tell them that you like them and so forth. But it's a little bit deeper than that, in my opinion, anyways. I think it helps us feel more safe in our environment, safe enough to go after what we want. Like I said, you know, if it's a job or a different career or someone that you're interested in, it really helps us say yes to the things that we actually want and make the first move. It helps us express ourselves more openly, express the true nature of ourselves. Without it, we really end up hiding behind, you know, certain behaviors or just hiding behind a mask because we're afraid to show who we actually are. And to me, that's very significant. It helps us connect more with each other more authentically and that way we create more authentic connections. We get, we can get to know each other a little bit better and we feel connected and we, we feel not lonely. And the other thing that confidence helps us with is set boundaries for ourselves when the situation or a person doesn't serve us anymore and or doesn't serve us at all to say no to them without any doubt. So I said before, this is something that I've worked with for a long time. And I think as a kid, I haven't really been very confident. I was a bit a shy and a timid kid. And I moved to the States when I was 13. And culturally speaking, in the US, people are a lot more open and more expressive of themselves but I don't know if it's more authentic expression or just you know how people are conditioned to express themselves which is a lot more explosive and outbursty than uh, the culture that I'm from so there was a bit of a shift and that's helped me kind of get out of my shelf a little bit and I stayed that way I I won't say that I've always been super arrogant or outgoing or extrovert. But things have changed a lot when I moved to another country by myself when I was 24. And I was just in a very different cultural shock because culturally it was very different to what I expected. So I moved to New Zealand um, 
And culturally speaking, it was very different. It was very unexpected for me. And, and I wasn't really doing well at the job that I was hired to move there for. And it got tangled into a lot of self-doubt. You know, my job became a part of my identity because I was there for my job. And because I couldn't do it, I started doubting myself. So I really struggled for a number of years with self-confidence. And I think some of my therapists have said that I struggle with self-esteem problems, which surprised me because I never really thought of myself as someone who had lack of confidence. I didn't think that I was overly confident, but I didn't think that it was that obvious that I was lacking confidence. So it kind of set a bit of an alarming bell for me when my therapist told me that. But long story short, I had an incident at work. So long story short, it kind of prevented me from being my true self or being a better version of me because at work, I would doubt myself from speaking up in meetings Whenever I wanted to ask questions, my heart would start pounding. And and by the time I get over this heart, heart pounding and anxiety, the topics would have moved on. So I would have lost the opportunity to ask that question. And it just came to a point where it was not sustainable anymore. And I had a I had a bit of a breakdown at work. So it really helped me stop and pause and, and address it. But essentially, what has come down to when I broke it down was how I was looking at things, how I was making meaning about the events that were happening for me or around me, and how much uh, pressure I was putting on myself on every single word that I say at meetings or at work. Just because of that previous experience, I have tied my identity, my self-worth to my job and my well-being and my visa and everything was dependent on my job so I had a lot at stake which prevented me from speaking up in meetings because in my brain if I made a mistake or if I ask a stupid question then it would lead me to lose my job therefore lose my visa and I would have to move back all humiliated which Is not the case at all, but this is how our brains work, right? So I would say I have overcome most of it sometimes, really rarely now, that when I want to ask questions, I do get that heart pounding, but I I know how to get overcome it because if I just start speaking what I need to say, then the heart pounding stops. So I've definitely dialed it down a lot. I have no trouble speaking in meetings. I lead meetings with executive people. I've presented at different uh, forums and really senior meetings, and I was able to perform. So I think I've overcome it. Um, But these are the things that really helped me overcome these fears and anxieties and really ultimately helped with my self-confidence. So number one was to get very specific on exactly what I was lacking in confidence. So when we just generally say, I don't have confidence, or I'm not a very confident person, what you're telling yourself is across all the areas of your life, who you are as a person, you are not confident. And therefore, You're just assuming that you have no confidence across all your areas. But in fact, you probably are not confident in certain specific area, but do have confidence. So when you get specific, 
then your brain can have some idea on how to resolve it because our brains are basically designed to solve problems. So without giving it a specific task or a problem to solve, then we won't be able to solve any problems. So number one is to get really specific on exactly what you're lacking confidence in. So for me, uh, going back to that meeting example, I was really nervous because I was not very confident in my professional English. So I said before, I lived in the States and this is where I learned English. And that was a long time ago, but I went to high school in the States. So the, the type of English I would speak would be more conversational. And it was a long time ago and I studied finance in Mongolia. So my professional English, I thought, was not up to scratch. Therefore, I was just nervous about not asking the question in the right way or in a professional manner, which right now, when I think back on it, it's just ridiculous. But that's why I was getting really nervous about. And every time someone, you know, assumed just because of my race, assumed that I didn't speak English, I would get really worked up about it because this is a belief that I had about the way that I spoke or about my English, which you can tell that I've overcome this belief because otherwise I wouldn't be having a podcast. I believe that, you know, everybody has flaws and I might not have all of my words and my grammar correctly, but the important thing is the message. And I am trying to share something that would really help people if they start implementing it. So I think the message is more important than perfection. So that's number one, is to get very, very specific on exactly what your lack of confidence is coming from and do something about it. And when I say do something about it, if it's a skill set that you lack and is impacting your confidence because you're lacking that skill, why don't you start learning so that you can improve that skill, right? For me, one other way to put myself down or source of lack of confidence is my physical ability because I never really played sport. I, I haven't really been good at sport. So I have this belief about me that I'm very uncoordinated and I'm not, I suppose, physically competent. So the way that I kind of adjust it is start doing small physical activities so that I have a bit more room to move. So I'm helping myself get a bit more coordinated. So number two is once you identify what the source of your lack of confidence is, then you want to get really skeptical about it. So I said before that one of the source of my self-confidence or lack of self-confidence was the fact that I thought my English wasn't good enough or my professional English wasn't good enough. And I got really skeptical about it. One, if it wasn't good enough, would I have gotten the job? Number two, is everybody perfect at their professional English? Because I was working with native speakers who still would make grammar mistakes that I am aware of. I'm not a native speaker. Well, I'm not really a native English speaker, although I'm very close to that level, but I wouldn't consider myself a native English speaker. So just get really skeptical about it because some of the fears and beliefs that we have are, aren't are even true. So 
you want to apply that skeptical lens to make sure that it's actually true. And if that's the case, then do something about it. So for example, I knew that my business English wasn't actually 100% really good and it was a source of, you know, lack of confidence. So I started reading reports and I started reading business contexts and business books to up my business English and I think it's doing okay. But if it's something that is actually true that you would like to improve upon, then you can do something about it. But first, get skeptical. The third thing that you want to do about what you're not confident in yourself is to broaden the perspective. So I said before that I wasn't very confident in my business English and I started looking around and broadening the perspective. I applied the same kind of rules and expectations on other people, even native speakers. And then I realized they probably weren't living up to the standards that I was putting myself on. So it's probably not fair either or accurate or it's not serving me to put such high expectations on myself. Also broaden the perspective. So in order to really look at this belief holistically, you want to broaden it and look at it from different perspectives so that you can see the benefits and the shortfalls of this belief. So from your perspective, what it means, objectively speaking, is it actually true? Does it impact your relationships systemically? Does it work? So if I follow that thread of example of my business English lack of confidence, then from my perspective, I thought it wasn't good enough. But objectively speaking, when I started kind of comparing the same criteria to other people, especially native speakers, I wasn't actually that bad. So objectively, I proved myself that it, what I believed in wasn't true. And thirdly, conversationally, I could see that everybody understood me, I understood people, so I could make connections and make my point across, which is what you want in meetings anyway. And lastly, systemically, is this lack of confidence going to cause any problem? And of course, it would because it inhibited my promotions and caused a lot of hammock in my career earlier in my career. So you want to broaden the perspective and really start analyzing that belief or what you believe is your source of lack of confidence. And lastly, and most importantly, number four, no one is perfect. And that's something that you just need to understand fully and need to apply to yourself and everybody else because perfection is this ideology that we've created, but nobody can live up to and it can be a source of dissatisfaction and unhappiness for so many people. So it's good to realize and understand early on that nobody is perfect, including you, including I. So everybody has an opportunity to make a mistake. It's more important to learn from those mistakes than, you know, not making them. So understand that and be kind to yourself and others because nobody's perfect. We're all human beings. And hopefully this will help you overcome some of your self-conscious areas of your life and hopefully some of you realize that actually what you thought weren't that bad and that you could address some of the areas that you want to improve upon. So that is all for today. Thank you. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to Unleash Your Potential. I hope you found today's episode helpful in your journey to reaching your potential. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss an episode. If you want to get in touch, you can always find me on Instagram at Unleash Your Potential IG or by email at unleashyourpotentialpodcast at gmail.com with no space. Remember, keep prioritizing your growth and your potential. Until next time, bye.